This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You're listening to Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and breathing problems. Kia ora everyone, my name's Linda and um, you're with Lung Talk with Asthma Otago. Uh, we're just waiting for our guest actually, so what we're going to do is just, I'm going to run through some of our services that we offer at Asthma Otago. So Asthma Otago is an organisation that has been around for many years and we provide lots of education and support for people that have lung conditions. Even though it's called Asthma Otago, uh, asthma is very um, a very small part of our job now. We work with a lot of people with chronic lung problems. So what can we offer someone? Um, we can offer a one-on-one education, either in our office or in your own home. We can we do talks to groups and organisations. We can uh, meet up with family members also and just to have a chat about how people can manage their breathing condition better and uh, make life uh, much easier to live with. So that's one of the things. One of our, another of our roles is, and a very big part of our roles is providing some exercise classes for people with lung conditions. Uh, as you can appreciate, sometimes people tend to do perhaps not so much when they've got a lung condition, but actually keeping fit and active is really important. So we have a series of exercise classes that we run in the community. We have classes that are in Mosgiel. Waikowiti and here in Dunedin. So um, we also provide some allergy bedding, uh, which we order, and also uh, some other hire of some other equipment uh, that some people with breathing conditions have. So I suppose uh, if you think that um, something you've got a breathing condition and you'd like to get in contact with us, our phone number is 03 471 six one six seven and we do have a cell phone that's O two seven four seven one six one six two or you can email us on uh, Otago Asthma at extra .co.nz. So we can provide lots of information, uh, most of it's online and we can show you where to go or um, give you some tips uh, about where some good other websites are. So that's probably some of our services, we probably do uh, have more than that. So get in touch with us with us if you have a lung condition and you want some support. So we might just go to a, a, a song and um, hopefully we'll be back with our guests shortly. Thanks. <laughs> Understand me now Sometimes I feel a little mad But don't you know that knowing a life Can always be an angel When things go wrong I seem to be bad I'm just a soul Whose intentions are good Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood The joy that's hard to hide And sometimes it seems that All I have to do is worry And then you're bound to see my other side I'm just a soul whose intentions are good Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood If I seem edgy, I want you to know That I never mean to take it out on 
Presented by Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and breathing problems. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, we've just got a wee change to our program today. <laughs> it looks like our host, our guest, might be uh, not coming just at the moment. So I've got Joe Torrance with me, who actually works with the Asthma Society as well. And I thought that actually what we might talk about is. Um, talking about things that are happening out in the community and certainly allergies and pollens around at the moment. And I know that I was listening to the news the other day talking about um, them thinking it's going to be a really bad pollen season. Yeah, I heard the same the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm sure you'd much rather have listened to Bob. He's much more, much more interesting than we are, but we'll try to make it interesting anyway. I know I did read the same um, article actually there was something in the paper about it and they're putting it down to one a mild winter and then the sudden sudden coldness is actually what it does is it sends everything into hyperdrive um, so yeah we are expecting lots and lots of pollen from plants that don't pollen all the time so you have some plants that year after year just do their thing and some that actually lie dormant for some time and then have this huge explosion yeah. of pollen and that potentially is going to be you know troublesome not good yeah. yeah so i suppose all those symptoms of the runny nose the watery eyes the sneezes all all those sorts of things isn't it, it so is. you know i suppose maybe some of the tips around what we can do to mm. um help prevent some of those things or well, what do we do if we get it yeah. any any good well, ideas Jane? i mean first of all you you need to make sure that it actually is an allergy that you're, you're treating and whether it's sinusitis or some hay fever or something like that. So, I mean, persistent symptoms you need to do something about rather than just going, oh, I think it's probably hay fever. Because although hay fever is really common, and for most people it's just troublesome, underlying problems, you know, things like that. And if it goes on for a while, there's some good treatment as well. So the first thing I think you have to make sure that actually is that what it is, that it's nothing else. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. so yeah, so yeah, that's right. It is because yeah. some of those things could mm. be something else going on. Absolutely, mm. Mm. but I suppose if you've been out running through the grass, yep. or if you've been, you know, walking through a forest of a whole lot of pine trees, well, mm. actually, and then you get that watery nose and runny eyes. Yeah, um, probably is hay fever, isn't it? It probably is. Yes. And you know, if you've certainly if you've had it before and there's a bit of a history and things like that, certainly yeah. points towards that. And I'm not suggesting that there's something sinister going on, but um, you know, if you don't normally get bothered, um, you know, if it's going on for a while, I'd be yeah. you know just yeah. getting checked out. But yeah, some of the things I'm just off the top of my head, obviously here. But I mean, things like um, 
the time of day that you're in the garden. So um, early in the morning and late at night, that's when pollen does its thing. Um, so, you know, leave the lawn cutting till oh, well, mid-morning. I'm sure you could have a bit of a lie-in before you go out there to do the lawns and things like that. Wearing a mask, which we've all become really confident and we all have them around, is a really, really good idea for those sort of nasal passages, not so much for the eyes. You could wear goggles if it really bothers you. Um, you can wear goggles while you're mowing the lawn, so I'm sure you'd get your neighbours <laughs> yeah. making all sorts of funny looks at you at that time, but, you know, small price to pay for not watery eyes. Yeah, I suppose um, the other thing is making someone else do the lawns. Oh, well, there Perhaps is always that's another that. one, isn't Yeah, it? we like yeah. that idea too. Yeah. But, you know, um, having a good talk, if you're looking at uh, putting some plants into your garden, particularly flowering plants, talk to your um, nursery people. At, because things that are pollinated by insects are less susceptible to being things that you're going to, you know, it's not going to be in the air. So things that are wind-pollinated become an issue because that's their job is to get into the air and move around. Um, And it's not always obvious. I wouldn't know one from the other. Um, But people at garden centres and places like that or just Google it, you know, if you're looking at putting a nice um, thing in for the spring or whatever, just Google, you know, insect pollinated plants yeah and, and choose those ones yeah, yeah and yeah. actually um there's a really good website that the allergy foundation run that has a lot of one information on allergies um but also they do have a good guide on there around plants and what what are good plants unfortunately sometimes we we don't have that choice it might be the neighbor's plant that that you've got so i suppose it's looking at particularly windy days not opening the windows of the house so that actually you know it doesn't just flow right on in those sorts of things. And maybe hanging yeah. out your clothes, not actually hanging them out on the line if it's, you know, yeah. a really um, windy day and yeah. there's lots of pollen around, which is quite hard. It is. Um, yeah, so I suppose if we have actually got um, hay fever or allergies like that, places we could go to get some support around that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. visiting the pharmacist. The pharmacy has um, lots of really good medications now for allergies. And, you know, it's And they are to... medications that you can buy over the counter. Absolutely. You don't need to go yep. to the doctor for those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, certainly there's a lot available within um, chemist, yeah. chemists and yeah. pharmacies that you can access. I suppose the other thing is, is too, is looking at actually, um, you know, rinsing out the airways so that actually those pollens don't sort of stay in there so mm. that's like rinses like you people might have heard of sinus rinses and that's really just trying to wash out the sinuses so that actually all that pollen doesn't just sit there and cause you know the irritation and that that it does and a really simple way to do it although yeah. in saying that you might need maybe the pharmacist or you can go online and look just to see how to do it because there's a bit of a knack to it oh absolutely yeah. there is a- yeah. absolutely there's a knack yeah. to it and getting it done right and so it doesn't hurt and it you know and it shouldn't be painful and it shouldn't make your nose bleed and all mm, those sorts of mm, things mm. so it's a re- but it's a really um simple measure of helping clear out your sinuses and you might still need some antihistamines and you might need nasal sprays and um that can help but it's a really it's a good step that's you know cheap easy to do mm, um, mm, yeah. yeah 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 um yeah, and there are bottles available. You know, they're, they're oh, cheap absolutely, to do you can you like can that. buy them over the counter, yeah. but some you know some places you can get them mm-hmm. uh, much mm-hmm. cheaper than others. Yeah. yeah, so they're really simple ways to yeah. to keep out, particularly those sort of things. I mean, the, the, we're unfortunate that we 
live really close to a forest. We have that yellow pollen and it's absolute squillions just coming at the moment, actually. I noticed yeah. before the snow, um, but because yellow snow is something completely different. But um, <laughs> the the puddles, you know, you notice the yellow. You do, and on your car. On your car. Absolutely. And it's not just a little film. We're talking a thick dusting. Now, for... Most people, when you're breathing and inhaling that into your nose, you're going to get some sort of reaction. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I suppose that's for people that don't have any breathing problems. Now, for people that have asthma, um, you know, pollens and allergies like that can be a real trigger of their asthma. And I suppose we could have a bit of a discussion around that because actually, you know, that's when we see more people coming into hospital because of um you know, those triggers. And it's around really around making sure that your asthma is managed really well and that you're on top of it, that you take those regular preventer inhalers. You've got a good plan of what to do, perhaps if it's a bad patch. So, um, you know, have we think about that? Because certainly over the next few months, it's going to be a bit of a, if you certainly if you get hay fever and allergies that, and you've got asthma, that it might be a time where it may be not just so well controlled. So really good control going into, you know, springtime is really important. Mm. It's not the time. For some people, particularly with, with asthma, if, if it's winters, they kind of think of colds. and They think, oh, not so many colds just now. I can start coming off my medication and things like that. But actually, is it really, you know, um, wise yeah. to do that? So keeping on top of those symptoms and just making sure that you do keep on with those medications absolutely yeah. and mm. if you start using more of that blue reliever inhaler um, or if you're on um, Simbacort sort of as the reliever for everything as a reliever and a preventer and you're using more doses you have to think to yourself mm, okay something's not right here what's going on and it might be that it's allergy time and um, you need to start your antihistamines and start your rinses and your nasal, nasal sprays um, but it is it's about remembering those things and mm. it's important to keep keep an eye on it before it gets to the point where you know you're really into trouble mm. we might stop for a song all right let's do and that. then we'll we'll be back shortly Talk to me now, ease my mind 
Listening to Lung Talk presented by Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and breathing problems. Hi, and welcome back. Joe Torrance and Linda Paris from Asthma Otago. We're talking about allergies today, um, in particular, sort of hay fever and, um, you know, spring is around the corner and people's noses are going to be itchy and scratchy for the next little while. We get a lot of phone calls, actually, people ringing up about, you know, what to do and things like this. And um, off here, we were just talking about the fact that actually a lot of um, a lot of research and money is not spent on on finding cures or anything like that for hay fever because it's not very glamorous. You know, people don't die from hay fever and, and there's not a lot of, um, so there's not a lot of incentive, if you like, to find a cure and there's lots and lots of money in providing medication that you have to take all the time. So it would be really nice when you talk to people who have got it. It's just such a nuisance and quite debilitating in their lives mm. having runny, watery eyes and itchy, scratchy noses and things like this. And I do feel terribly sorry for anyone who suffers from heavy fever because it is just one of those really annoying things that they're kind of told to just put up with, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and, and actually, I think the number of people getting sort of allergies like hay fever is growing. Um, I think, yeah, I think more people are mm. maybe it's more people are aware that's what's happening. Mm. I don't know. It just seems to be mm. around yeah. more. Yeah. So we were talking about um, sort of flowers and pollens and grasses and those sorts of outdoor exposures, but actually indoors there are also things that literally get up your nose. Absolutely, mm. there mm. are, and that can irritate and, and affect people's breathing. So dust mites are really popular one. So dust mites are a little mite that lives on any fabric, really, and it lives in the bed, and it lives in pillows, and it lives on the carpet, and it lives on anything, really, that's that's material. And we can't get rid of them. No matter how hard we tried, I think I don't think we could. Mm. And um, it's actually not the dust mite itself that's people are allergic to it's the poo and they poo a lot and so um you know and so we have to be thinking about those sorts of things and and how do we do that so joe what are some of the things that we we've got that we can do or you know what's some yeah. good ideas that mm. people i mean because we can't get rid of them no it's very hard you, to you actually can try to minimize that would yep. be our that would be our suggestion to people so no they live in their squillions and i suppose we're trying to get them down to their millions they eat our dead skin scales and um we shed Every day, Ooh. those. So, uh, you know, and they're an important, they, they serve an important part or would be up to our knees and dead skin, I suppose. But, you know, that they do serve a purpose. But for people with breathing problems, and there aren't many who don't, if they have that allergic response, being that's what's causing their breathing, dust mites is usually there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever sort of seen anyone who isn't um, sensitive to the house dust mite, in particular its poos. 
Um, interesting fact, though, before we get on to that, um, great for interesting facts. So people also, one of the other allergens that people have are cats. Mm-hmm. Cats are another, like number two on the list. New Zealanders love cats. They um, we're the, We have the most cats in the world per population. So we love cats. Now, the saliva from a cat, because it's not the actual cat you're allergic to, okay? It's the saliva that, because um, cats lick themselves and, you know, then they lick you and things like that. What happens? So the saliva, so if you broke it right down to uh, molecular, the saliva and the membrane surrounding the house dust poo are so close, it's scary. So if you are allergic to um, dust mite, you will be allergic to the saliva of a cat and vice versa. That's the interesting fact for a Wednesday. However, so what are we going to do about these house dust mites? They don't like the hot and they don't like the cold and they don't like UV rays. So they're the most important and easiest things we can do. So we can um, hang our washing and our clothes out on a sunny day, should we ever get a sunny day again. Um, We'll hang our washing out into that lovely sunlight, and that will kill the dust mite. The mite will still be there, and you need to give them a good shake and a bit of a bang, a bit like our grandparents did. You know, you see pictures Mm. of granny beating the washing. Yeah. And they did, they did that. They didn't know why they did that, but they did it. And they did a great job of getting rid of those dead bugs and those dead um, poos. So get your, your washing out into the sunlight. Before you do that, you need to um, have a hot wash. So cold wash doesn't kill the house dust mite. But a hot wash, and I think it has to be more than... 60 degrees, I think it is. Yep, thank so you. it's pretty hot, isn't it, it? And some, actually, some, you know, um, if you've got your hot water set, um, it's actually quite hard to do yeah. that. So some washing machines will, will manage that because they sort of outride that. Yeah, yeah. But if your your things like your pillowcases, let's yeah. say, something that's going to be right close, you might want to just put them into a bucket and pour boiling water over them. Yeah. The other is to... Um, to put uh, things into the freezer. So, you know, cuddly toys that children have and things like that, they need to go into the freezer for at least 48 hours. It used to be 24, but apparently the, the, the female dust mite, she's a hardy little soul, and will live for more than 24 hours. So you need to freeze her for 48 hours. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So there's a few wee tips, absolutely. I mean, there's lots of stuff online, and the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation has lots of really good information, and also Allergy New Zealand. So if you want more information on that, then that's the places to go. So I think we've just about uh, finished. So yeah. thanks, everyone. Oh, we've just got a. Uh, we've got one okay. more minute well, well, left. Maybe how to contact us? Yep, absolutely. So, as I said at the beginning, um, Asthma Otago. So we're in Dunedin. We have an office in Dunedin Community House. You can contact us on o three four seven one six one six seven. Our cell phone is o two seven four seven one six one six two, or you can email us on uh, Otago Asthma at extra.co.nz. Cool. And we'd love to hear from you about anything about what we've talked about today or if there's something else um, that uh, we could help you with, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. 
You're listening to Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and breathing problems. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.